Peace and blessings upon you all. Welcome back, my Mindspace fam. It is so good to have you guys along today as you allow me to occupy a space in your mind, diving into a mindset hack. So I work with a lot of women from our community, from the Muslim community, and, you know, growing up myself in that kind of community, I feel as though a lot of people have this misconception about religion that it is harder than what it is, it is more complicated than what it is, and it requires like a certain level of purity, should I say, to fulfill what it is you're obligated to fulfill every single day. And I'm here today to tell you that You just need to do it. You need to do what you're obligated to do. A lot of people say, I feel too shameful to pray. I feel guilty because I've done wrong things. I, you know, my iman and my strength isn't in the strongest place right now. And I lack focus in prayer. I lack the ability to remember. I'm feeling heavy. I'm feeling distant. You know, whispers of shaitan are quite strong. And these are things at one point or another, each and every one of us has experienced. These are things that you will always experience. You are a human being. You are put on this earth to be challenged. You are put on this earth never to stay the same, never to plateau, never to stay stagnant. Some months you're going to feel amazing. Some months are going to feel challenging, but that doesn't stop you doing what you have to do. That doesn't allow you feeling guilty to stop your obligation. It doesn't allow for you to feel some kind of shame to throw your religion out the window. That That's losing that's giving in, that's giving up, that is your guaranteed one-way ticket to somewhere you don't want to be, right? At the end of the day, we are here knowing what our purpose is. Our purpose in this life is to serve Allah. Our purpose, subhanahu wa ta'ala, our purpose is to leave something behind for our families, for our children, And I'm not talking about monetary things. I'm not talking about a house. I'm not talking about a car. I'm talking your obligation to teach your children, teach the people around you, your religion, the religion of Islam, uphold it in your character, in your behavior, in how you govern your life, in how you conduct your business. And I guarantee you, it'll become a lot less harder to give up, to throw in the towel, to not do your obligation when you are living a life that is governed around and implemented with your religion. If something doesn't fit your religion, it doesn't have a place in your life. If something does fit your religion, it does have a place in your life. It is that simple. And I'm going to teach you one simple mindset hack that people don't use often enough in order to gain reward, in order to gain strength, in order to continuously have this thought and remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their day-to-day life, in their hour-to-hour behavior and action and speaking. And this is purely having the intention multiple times a day with everything you're doing, that you're doing it for the sake of Allah. I am going to the gym for the sake of Allah. So I can become stronger to perform my prayers, to stay up late at night. I am looking after my kids and feeding my kids for the sake of Allah because they are a a responsibility to me. They are a manner to me. They are a gift. I am governing my business by the rules and regulations of Allah. So inshallah, I will get barakah. 
I will get goodness. I will get something pure for myself and for my family. Everything you do, having a conversation, make sure that conversation is accurate to what is required of your religion. If it's filled with backbiting, if it's filled with, you know, topics you shouldn't be speaking about, then that's something you need to stay away from. That's not going to bring you something good. Of course, it's going to give you shame. Of course, it's going to give you guilt because you're doing the wrong thing in the first place. And that's what people don't understand. This guilt and shame isn't just associated with perhaps not performing your obligation, but it's also associated with the the day-to-day choices you make. And you can make it very simple. Does this fit into my religion to go to this specific place in this specific setting? No. Does this conversation befit how I'm meant to conduct myself as a Muslim? No. So I shouldn't be having this conversation. Does me taking this business opportunity or conducting my business in this manner fall into the rules of my religion? No, then I should stay away. Do you see how simple it is to govern your life and conduct a life that is set up to be blessed, that is set up to be quality, that is set up to be purposeful? But how often do we do this? How often do we open up and go for that business adventure and say, hey, let me look at what's required of me Islamically to open up this business and what isn't so I know that I'm doing my utmost best and my due diligence by my religion to inshallah seek reward and barakah for the service I'm providing. How often do we say, what are my roles in Islam as a mother, as a father, as an aunt? What are the children's rights over me to make sure I'm upholding that to them? When we simplify in this manner, life becomes very easy because you have a rule book, you have a textbook, you have people in your religion who have had the most successful lives. And I'm not talking success in the most amazing of houses and cars and clothing. No, no, I'm saying success in character. I'm saying success in Echira. I'm saying success in the life that truly counts, your eternity. How many people are living day to day to build here, but aren't building the Echira? How many people are so focused on building their homes here, on building their businesses here, on building their characters here? But the real character and business and hard work and money that you should be putting in to fill up your piggy bank is the one for the Echira. You know, let me ask you, what do you want to go into your grave and have to protect you? What do you want to go on the day of judgment and have to protect you? There are different levels in Jannah. There are different um, houses. There are different qualities of materials, of things that you can have in your home, that you can have access to. And Every single rank you have, the more of quality the things in there are. For example, pearl, ruby, diamond, gold, right? So let me ask you, what are you building here that's going to contribute to you having a palace or palaces made of those materials, being of a high rank, being in that group where people know, oh, they were the group of knowledge. They were the group who used to pray extra. They were the group that used to do dawah. This is the group who used to fight in my cause. 
with the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What are you doing to build that home? To build that eternity? To build that dwelling? Living a purposeful life means not to live a life for here. And I'm not sitting here bagging out people who do have nice things, who do have great homes, who do really strive to be successful in this life because that's a bonus as well, right? Because for you to be successful here allows you to give it back to the less fortunate. It allows you to help with your community. It allows you to help your family. It allows you to keep other people around you on track instead of seeking means in other way. So it does have a bonus. But what I'm saying here is to those individuals who feel as though they need those things to be successful. They need to carry themselves in a particular way, in a particular persona to feel validated. They need to have a specific group of friends to feel important. They're the people I'm talking to. They're the ones who are stuck so deep in this world that's not going to last forever, but to them they do. So in order for you to start to move away from a world like that, in order for you to find your deeper purpose, in order for you to continually remind yourself who it is you are, every action you take, remind yourself this is for the sake of Allah. I'm writing this text message to check on my mother for the sake of Allah. I am making this phone call for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm making this podcast for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And inshallah, you are listening to this podcast for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you live your life moment to moment like that, you're unable to think about the thing that's going to give you anxiety. You are unable to think about the thing that's going to give you depression. You are unable to go into stress and overwhelm. Why? Because you are in that present moment. You are there in that moment doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you don't know if you're going to make it to the next moment. How much simpler did life just become? How much simpler did the noise in your head just become? How much quieter did those thoughts just become if you were to implement something so simple? To remember that you are here to make your mark for your akhirah. You are here to protect yourself and create protection for yourself in your akhirah. To build your everlasting home, inshallah. And what have you done to prepare for that? Peace. Thank <laughs> you.